Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A bizarre story in Saskatchewan has stunned that province. Car 36 responding. The body was found in the garage of Wilson's fashionable Regina home last night around supper time. Had a number of people in as witnesses, but no actual suspects. Until this week, Colin Thatcher had been Saskatchewan's Minister of Energy, but he suddenly resigned from the cabinet. Tonight, they're looking for her killer. It's one of the most sensational murder cases Saskatchewan has ever seen. Hello, and welcome to Canadian Politics is Murder. This is the third and final part of the story of Colin Thatcher and Joanne, his wife, uh, who was murdered. And we're still trying to work out who did it. You should have said spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers. If you haven't listened to parts <laughs> one and two, you, you really need to go back because you, you don't know. Yeah, you're going to be missing out. <clears throat> so, my name is Jesse. This is Reese. Uh, normally, this is Canadian politics is boring. Reese is a Welsh immigrant who likes Canadian politics, and I am a apathetic Canadian who do, does not like politics. And Reese, for three years, has found it very funny and amusing to himself to teach me about my own country's politics, which I still don't care about. This is a small, sort of veering off course tiny little um promotional three-parter where we talk about murder it's been fun uh reese how about you give a recap for our listeners who have listened to episodes one and two but haven't just listened to them three minutes ago uh so colin thatcher 
prominent politician in Saskatchewan, separated from his wife, very abusive to her and his girlfriend. His wife was mysteriously shot in an unsolved crime. And then his wife was also mysteriously murdered. Don't forget he kidnapped his kids. And he kidnapped his kids from her too, and then kidnapped them after she died. So, we're now... Oh yeah, and and the person who was seen at the the the, the, scene oh, the of government the crime, car they tracked down a government car and the person who was seen leaving with what a, seemed to be a, a gun or a weapon tucked in his coat from the crime scene had a beard and olive skin, and uh, was coming from a, a government issued car, which was later after the murder uh, showed back up at the house, which is weird, um, and kind of stupid for the criminal. I think go back yeah. to the scene of the crime in the same vehicle. It's just dumb. So, <laughs> so uh, February the twenty fourth. I still, I still don't think it's Colin. I don't think Colin's well, the one who did it. Somebody called Anthony Wilson signed a sworn affidavit with the police on February the twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three, that progressive conservative MLA Colin Thatcher orchestrated the death of his former wife Joanne Wilson. Um, Interesting. And so, although there was no evidence, this person came forward saying that. They were, um, they were, they were convinced. They were willing to sign uh, a mm. piece of paper, legally binding document, to say that they—that's what they believed. Interesting. However, at the same time, police in Regina and Vancouver were investigating the mysterious delivery of red roses and a card to the Moose Jaw home of progressive, progressive conservative MLA Colin Thatcher. Day after the funeral of his wife Joanne, the order for seven roses was placed on January the twenty-sixth in Vancouver, through the. Though the cryptic message may not have contained any veiled threats, it did trigger an alarm, and Thatcher received seven red roses at his Palm Springs condominium shortly after. It didn't say but who it was from? No. So somebody was sending Colin Thatcher red roses to his home. And this was, this was taken as a threat? I don't know. After they, the, the death of his wife. After the death of his wife, somebody sent some attendant flowers. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I don't see that as a... That's, weak, that's, that's not a... How could that be a threat? Like yeah. a mob thing? I don't Seven know. red roses. <laughs> so, so the lead with a government car. Hold on, that doesn't make any sense. I don't why, know. Why would that I don't, just be automatically assumed to be a threat? I don't know. Maybe they were. Maybe they were. Like, I don't know. Vibrating or something. I don't know. <laughs> um. So eventually, because of that car, the police eventually catch up with somebody called Gary Will Gary Anderson. Um. And who, Gary and the car was registered under. Uh. Well, they've linked the car to somebody called Gary Anderson. This is mm-hmm. June, July, nineteen eighty-three. And Anderson consults his lawyers and decide he must offer his cooperation with the police. Okay. So, Gary Anderson in February 1984 then hands over a written statement to the Regina police outlining his involvement in the murder investigation of Joanne Wilson. Included in his statement are details of the involvement of Colin Thatcher, somebody called Charlie Wilde, and Cody Crusher on the plot to kill Joanne Wilson. Jesus. Part of the... (laughs) Part of the deal involves Anderson's immunity from prosecution um, in matters related to the murder. So basically, he was like, "I'll rat on everybody I'll rat everyone as long if, as I don't yeah. go to jail." All right. Um, Anderson said he offered his cooperation because it was the right thing to do, and <laughs> and he was afraid of going to jail. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm not afraid of going to jail as long as I have immunity from going to jail. So yeah. on May the first, 1984, confident that the police did not suspect him, so what the police d- did was they got. Uh, didn't suspect who, sorry. Colin Thatcher didn't think the police suspected him. Until this happened. Yeah. Until this happened. But he didn't know that this person had come forward. Right. This wasn't public. So they put a wire on him. A wire on who? On Gary Anderson, the person who kind of was cooperating with the police. Oh, for so Gary, Gary 
told the police that Colin orchestrated like a plot to kill his ex-wife. But that wasn't enough. They needed proof from Colin. They didn't have any evidence apart from Jerry's word at this moment. So Which isn't, yeah, to take it to trial, they needed more. They need more, yeah. Okay. So um, with a wire on. That's fascinating. Um, he They orchestrated a conversation with Colin Thatcher. Hey, Colin, remember your wife who we murdered? <laughs> and Colin told... <laughs> Do you want to sit down with a beer and just just go over that again? <laughs> and Colin told... Good and, times. Col- Colin told Anderson in a conversation secretly recorded by the police that there were no loose ends. Who said what to who? Colin Thatcher said to um, Gary Anderson that there were no loose ends regarding the murder because he believed he'd got away with it. He actually said that all right yeah on a wire for the police wow thatcher was formally charged on may the 7th 1984 after after a very long police investigation he was charged with first degree murder of joanne wilson and he'll appear in court this morning was reprimanded in custody pending a bail hearing he elected trial by judge and jury police would not give details except to say he was arrested by regina and moose jaw city police detectives before 8 a.m so he was eventually then um, the guilty verdict. He was convicted of first degree murder. But he didn't do it. He's not the one who pulled the trigger. No, but he orchestrated it. He planned it all. Did they get who did it? Well, they they had all of those other people too. The whole gang, apart from oh, the so one. Didn't who didn't say that. Okay. They so they they got everybody. Yeah, yeah, they got everybody. But Thatcher in particular was given um the guilty verdict. Um, and it was it, at the time it was it was kind of like it. I'm ca- curious if you get. In a situation like that, would the person who orchestrates it get more jail time or a more severe sentence, I should say, than the person who pulled the trigger? Are you a lawyer? Send us a speak pipe. <laughs> explain <laughs> it. Explain <laughs> it. But, you know, they all got done, apart from the one who ratted them out. Wow. How many so, were there? There were three of them in total. So, so um, okay, and, and the, the trial... Why would you need three people for this? That's weird, right? I don't know, but I imagine they probably planned it all out together. Do and you have the plot? Do you have, do you have the information? No, no, the, like... I think it, it's probably in some court transcript somewhere, but I didn't. Oh, I mean, I f- that'd be fascinating to know. I still think I found a lot of detail. I can't find you every... <laughs> I didn't <laughs> turn just, every stone, Jesse. Just assume you'd always know yeah, these things. Exactly. But that's what I'd be interested in, in, in hearing is like why he wanted to kill his wife, why he, wanted, why he felt it necessary to involve two other people, how the fuck he managed to convince two other people to go along in a three-person murder, you know, plot. That, that's a lot of work, man. And they got away with it for a long time. Like, that's crazy. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
But seriously, like you want to kill your wife, the first thing you is this think your of advice? Is to, no, I'm saying, well, well, I guess like Dear don't Jesse, don't go to it's like an advice don't go call. to like a group of people talking about it. You know that's that's insane. That like. Hold on. Oh, okay. just don't kill your wife. Well, yeah, no, but okay. No, I'm talking <laughs> the logistics. Yes, yes. Do not kill your wife. Let's have that as a, a blanket, like just just a, a good advice overall. But as far as this is concerned, it's a little mind boggling to me that like it's got to be the first two people he talked to. He's like, hey, I really want to kill my wife. Do you want to get in on this with me? And they both said yes. Or he talked to other people who said no and kept it a secret. Like, that's mind-blowing. Seriously, <laughs> think about this for a second. I mean, it, it, it's... If you came to me, you know, like, Jesse, I really want to kill my wife and I want you to help me. And, you know, like, I, I wouldn't say yes. And then I wouldn't just keep it to myself that you've read this to me. And I'm like, he went to two I, separate people because he thought one other person wasn't enough. To imagine kill. he just hung out with people. He just hang out with a crowd of people where they, like, they would do shit like that or probably cover I, up for him when he beat women and stuff i guess right like it's like it's kind of like a yeah just just the worst kind of bros <laughs> jesus it's just mind-blowing <laughs> so right. so um th this trial caught the attention of like the whole province and it was like it was on tv and um they they managed to yeah, he got sent to prison um he was sent to um who was the person that pulled the trigger by the way um I I couldn't I actually didn't find that in the article, but oh, okay. Colin like got a he got twenty five he got twenty five years he got life in prison. Okay, but that's not the end of the story. All right, really? No. So so I found a journalist who came to visit um, Colin Thatcher in prison and wrote a little article about it. So he said the first thing that strikes you is his lean physical appearance. He's much thinner than you remember, but not the emaciated physique of a sickly man. Rather, after serving what is now almost five years of a life sentence of murder, Colin Thatcher is a remarkable, trim, almost athletic look. He's wearing a blue jeans and balanced high top running shoes. I love how that he's a convicted murderer and they're like, this season. <laughs> like, he's not um, wearing prison clothing? He's still the same brash as a shoe. Uh, brass. Does he wear jeans and jeans shoes just, in just prison? Apparently. Okay. Yeah. He's still, he's still the same brash, self-assured person in his own way that once dominated politics in Saskatchewan. The years behind bars have not yet penetrated that tough exterior of a man who publicly always protected what many believe was the vulnerable person within. Life in prison for Thatcher has been a ritual of routine. He says the small his small cell contains a color TV, a stereo, and a $5,000 computer word, word process, processor. So he, started, he was writing books, essentially, when he was in prison. Wow. Within the hierarchy of prison, $5, life... $5,000... Word processor. Word This is in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. It's the size of a car. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, within the hierarchy of prison life, Thatcher refers to himself as a neutral. He makes it his business not to know what's going on and such and is able to avoid being caught in the feuds between inmates. In fact, he says that he owes part of his status within the population to someone he describes as an underworld figure from Quebec who is serving time in the penitentiary. Not long after he arrived, Thatcher said he took his place at the rear of the line in the prison cafeteria unexpectedly a small man who was near the top of the inmate social strata came up to thatcher and led him to the front of the line as others stepped aside it was a gesture gesture that thatcher says sent a signal to the others that gave him a measure of acceptance in the population oh so he's that's, in prison that's sweet you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> so fact this was the 80s fast forward november the 30th 2006 Gra thatcher was granted full parole so how long was he in prison for 
when was he? When did he go in? Still, nineteen eighty-four. So that's that's over twenty years. That's over twenty years. Yeah, so of a twenty-five-year parole. Yeah, he got twenty-two years. Yes, because he was on good behavior. Because he was a neutral. All right. Um, he remarried in twenty ten. Convin- convinced someone to remarry him. Being in his sixties or seventies. Yeah, he's he's old. Um, he wrote a four hundred and forty page book about his case, Final Appeal: The Anatomy of a Frame, which was basically like I him. didn't do it. I didn't do it. But he he eventually had to agree that all profits should go to um charities that Why? deal with who, domestic who violence. Did he have to agree to. Well, because everyone said, like, you wrote a book, you murdered your wife, you're convicted, you served your time, now you've written a book about it, and now you're going to make profit on a book. Yeah, but who who did he have to, he didn't have to agree to anybody. He could be like, fuck you, you're buying it, right? The, if the, uh, the, buying pu- the book, publisher of his book, essentially. Get a new fucking publisher. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, he's yeah. an asshole and doesn't deserve it. And also it, the, ministry, like, of just, saying, like, but the ministry of Justice was still involved. There's a kind of rules to... No. Well, okay, hold on. He, he lost his freedom, Jesse, because he killed someone. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, didn't he serve his time? He's free from prison now? He did, yeah, but he's, he's, you can't go back and, like, there's, there's, de- there's social decency. I could write a book saying I'm a fucking unicorn if I wanted. Well, yeah, but you know, nobody I, died. Okay. Are there laws against what books you can and cannot publish? I'm just playing I devil's d- advocate here, but I, like, d- I think I this don't is know. interesting. I don't know, but maybe there was pressure on him. I think this is interesting, right? like, I don't think it, I don't think it was a law. That There's he's no law, to, but yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe they were like, the publisher was like, listen, if you want to publish any more books in Saskatchewan, we're going to have to do this. He'd have to, what, all of his profits went to charity. Yeah. So he handed over eventually $13,000, so... And that's um, all he made. Yeah. Oh, However, fucking never mind. <laughs> like, who cares? So, so <laughs> Colin Thatcher is this. This happened last year, October the twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Colin Thatcher was eighty four. Still, he's still alive, eighty four years old. Okay. So, what has happened now? The the progressive progressive conservatives in Saskatchewan, not all of them, but one of the member of the legislature called Lyle Stewart, is really good friends with him. And has now started inviting him to the legislature. Okay. So he's kind of Who like... Who is Lyle Stewart again? He's, an, he's a, uh, a, a legislate a member, like a MLA okay. in, in Saskatchewan. So this was a... There was a... Um, they were kicking off their fall legislative session, which was a tough-on-crime speech. Basically launching their tough on crime, uh, tough on crime speech, and then like in the and middle they, of the speech, they brought up Colin and just beat the shit out of him. No, no, so. and and so they presented a former cabinet minister, um, turned notorious convicted murderer was the the guest. So they're like, hey, we're tough on crime. Look who we brought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's weird. Um, and um. <laughs> So basically, Lyle said, Colin was a long-time MLA, and he's a constituent of mine and a friend of mine, and that's why I invited him, and I'm happy that I did. Um, and he said that he, he hopes to invite him to more, and he already had invited him to some. If anyone has a right to be here, it's Colin Thatcher. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'd rather his wife be there. Right, yeah, right. You know? yeah, seriously. Um, and he added that Thatcher is a fine individual, and he's had a tough life because of his time in prison. Poor Colin. Poor Colin. Poor Colin. Oh, man. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Tiny violin <laughs> for Colin. Um, <laughs> and they, they basically said... Was Lyle uh, far right, I'm guessing? I don't know, but I mean, you've... If you're okay with someone who's notorious for domestic violence and murder of their partner, 
and he's a fine person. No one deserves to be here more. It kind of undermines. <laughs> and also the Minister of Corrections and Policing, uh, called Christ, a woman called Christine Tao. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm said of, they weren't concerned about having him there. The, the the crime speech. I'm I'm of the mind that it's rare, but people can change. People can grow. Well, people he hasn't murdered any women since. No, but like if he had, if he had written a book and the book was all about his guilt and his redemption and trying to be a better person. That's one thing. But he wrote a book saying, I didn't fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, and then the, the opposition NDP leader, Carla Beck at the time basically said um, that the event was stunning. And she meant that in a negative way. Right. I would say that the decisions made by the stunning lack of self-awareness by this gov, this government today won't go unnoticed by Saskatchewan people. I'm sure. So there we go. He's still alive and kicking. He's now being used as a prop by the modern conservative party um and uh still did all that stuff in the 80s that was wow. pretty horrible so that's, wow. this is the end of canadian politics is murder that was a great three-parter reese i really enjoyed that thank you very much no that was great let's do more of these that was uh that was really i found a lot of detail you did but it kept my attention which is rare for me let's I face know. it i'm mine this is rare for me <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and sticking us in your ear holes. I'll snug in there. Uh, please join us again for our regularly scheduled program, Canadian Politics is Boring, where I am forced to listen about my own country's fucking politics. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you want to support us, there are several ways you can do it. You can leave a review, which really helps. Honestly, we're going through a promotional period right now with this three-parter and uh, any kind of positive reviews helps. Any kind of negative reviews, we just, we'd laugh and yeah. we turn them into a t-shirt yeah. and then you sell them for profit. So, so go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com. You can support us. Let us know what you think. And if you like this, maybe we'll do some more Canadian Politics is Murder in the future too. Yeah, let us know. Uh, send us an email at CanadianPoliticsIsBoring at gmail.com or you can send us a speak pipe, which is like an anonymous voicemail that you don't have to sign up for. anything. you can leave it within seconds. Speakpipe.com slash CanadianPoliticsIsBoring and uh, Patreon. If you really love this shit and you just can't get enough of us, we have a so much more extra content over there for really kind of cheap. Cool. So okay. That's thank it. you. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much, guys. Reese is raring to go because he's got the studio booked. Woo! Bye, everyone. He's really happy that we're. He really wants to get out of the studio. Look at him. He's closing his laptop. Bye. Right? Okay. <laughs> Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 